the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Things are starting to look up for owners of big apartment communities more than a year after the pandemic left a lot of people unable to pay the rent. Rents are rising, buoyed by strong demand as home prices hit new highs. That leaves many would-be buyers with no choice but to rent. At least one measure of rent collections shows fewer tenants are failing to keep up with payments than just a few months ago. And while vacancies have not fallen back to pre-pandemic levels, they are basically in line with the 10-year average. The trends represent a shift from earlier this year when rents were not growing and vacancies kept rising. Rich Thomason reporting. Senators getting back down to work work this weekend on a package of $1 trillion in bipartisan infrastructure deals. They got through a hurdle yesterday, procedurally. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager wonders if we've lost all beauty in the world. I asked about the war on beauty, that it's just not being transmitted to the next generation. The most beautiful art, the most beautiful music, the most beautiful literature. The excuse is a race. The celebration of youth leads to idiocy. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We're giving you an opportunity to meet your favorite talk host face-to-face for a -a one-of-a-kind experience. Introducing the Terrific Talkers VIP Experience. We'll fly you and a guest out and cover a three-night stay where you get to meet your favorite radio host. Go to am1280thepatriot.com slash talker, supported by Morris Law Group. Your forecast for today, we're looking at a chance of thunderstorms and a high of 81, moving in the mostly cloudy and a low of 69 for tonight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 88, moving into a chance of thunderstorms and a low of 72. This is AM1280 The Patriot. expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we'd like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org and we are here to take your phone call 651-289-4488 if you'd like to weigh in via Twitter feel free to do so just use hashtag NarnShow that's hashtag N-A-R-N show hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions and as always we appreciate you tuning in as I am back in the Patriot Bunker after a uh, two week hiatus Uh, two weeks ago I was actually on a uh, scheduled vacation Last Sunday, it was an unscheduled uh, excursion away. I'll just leave it at that, but uh, I'm back to. I'm glad to be back here in the uh, Patriot Bunker. And a lot to get to today on uh, the broadcast. And again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Uh, I'm trying to get the live uh, video stream going uh, at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. It says it's up and running, but I'm not seeing anything. So why don't I just end it and then uh, maybe try to get it, probably next segment, I'll try to get it up and running again. So, uh, again, uh, just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook.com and uh, like our page if you haven't already. And like I say, next segment, I'll try to get a live video going, not because you want to see my ugly mug or anything, but because, you know, it's another comment section, comment thread for you to opine or leave a question, as it were. 
But this first segment, uh, I did want to get into a lot of news this past week uh, regarding COVID-19, particularly the Delta variant. If you've been following the news, you've been hearing of a a spike in cases after we thought we were through the worst of it. And and I believe we are through the worst of it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But the Delta variant is causing problems. I don't think there's anything, uh, there's no denying that. And we're hearing of reoccurrences that we heard when the pandemic really got going a little over a year ago, where hospitals are being overwhelmed and people that need basic procedures uh, are being, uh, those are being furloughed. I read a uh, uh, an anecdote on Twitter this morning about someone whose loved one was having a heart ailment and they brought him or her into the emergency room, but there wasn't any room in the immediate area hospital because they were being overwhelmed with COVID patients. And that's a little alarming. And really what we're seeing from this is this primarily appears to be unvaccinated individuals who are coming down with COVID. And we're also measuring the, the kind of the barometer that people are measuring is cases. Cases are going crazy. Well, these number of cases also include Breakthrough cases, which are those who are fully vaccinated, yet get COVID nonetheless. And of those uh, who are fully vaccinated, as of recently, the stats are less than one-tenth of one percent are actually enduring breakthrough cases. And those who are getting breakthrough cases are typically very mild symptoms and obviously less are having to be hospitalized, which results in very few deaths amongst, among those who get COVID while fully vaccinated. So that tells you that the vaccine is at least working. And people see, hear of these breakthrough cases like, well, there, there it is. You get, you get fully vaccinated, yet people are still getting COVID. Why should I, who is not vaccinated, go ahead and get vaccinated? Well, I think the answer is obvious. There's less, much, much less chance of hospitalization and even lesser chance of death if you are vaccinated yet get COVID. But the problem is those who are choosing not to get vaccinated and people have their rationale. And look, I full disclosure here, I'm fully vaccinated. Got my first shot in April, got my second shot in mid-May. Uh, I had no ill effects from getting the vaccine. Some people report, you know, feeling some pretty severe symptoms after getting the vaccine, but then eventually, you know, recover, kind of like getting the flu vaccine. I get the flu shot every year and I feel mild flu-like symptoms for a day or two after getting the flu shot, then I'm fine. Well, with the COVID vaccine, I experienced nothing. Now, again, anecdotal, I get that. Everybody's different. But if I can encourage you in any way, I can just tell you that I experienced no symptoms. No ill effects. And again, there, that's obviously no guarantee that you won't if you haven't been vaccinated. But if you've chosen not to get vaccinated, uh, I'm not going to agree with your rationale as to why you're not getting vaccinated. But I understand why people in general are not. And it seems like the woke scolds want to lay at the feet of citizens who are not getting the vaccine. You know, as them being responsible for these for these big spikes. And. Okay, you can make a you can make a coherent argument to that effect. But a lot of the woke scolds, particularly within our own government, whether it's elected officials or bureaucrats, even members of the media, none of them are taking responsibility for the just utter incoherent messaging that has surrounded this pandemic since day one. And it just isn't some paper pusher in the Center for Disease Control and Prevention that's, you know, coming out with a quote. No, you're talking about people who have been out front and are being deemed to be credible voices, even though they're constantly contradicting themselves. No, I get it. Within the context of science, you make discoveries and you realize that there's no such thing as settled science. You know, trends evolve constantly so i get it there's things are going to happen things are going to evolve 
but then to make a definitive statement and then basically a few weeks later do a 180 and say and say something almost completely contradictory that's ir- that's just irresponsible to not even acknowledge okay yeah we said this a few weeks ago but here's what's changed and people might even accept that but the fact that you say one thing I'll give you a perfect example what was it a week a uh, month or two ago a CDC director Rochelle Walensky came out and said if you are fully vaccinated yeah, we believe you do not have to wear a mask in indoor settings anymore. It was always a farce to wear a mask outdoors, particularly when it's conducive to distancing. Now, if you're in a big crowd like several hundred thousand people at Lollapalooza in Chicago and aren't wearing a mask, just spitballing here hypothetically. <clears throat> yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. You better believe you better believe me. Uh, yeah, then it's one thing because you're breathing in everybody else's air if you're in close quarters, hundreds of thousands of people. All right. But if you're outside taking a walk, it never made any sense to wear a mask. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that Rochelle Walensky came out and said, OK, in most in, in most indoor settings, if you're fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask. And obviously, a lot of government officials realized, look, there's no way we could have a two tiered system where we demand people who are not vaccinated wear masks indoors, whereas people who are vaccinated don't have to wear them because that's just impossible to enforce short of vaccine passports and that's just a that's just a loser all around so a month or within a month or two after Rochelle Walensky says that guess what now all of a sudden we're hearing vaccinated people have to wear masks and what's even more ups from go from to go from the sublime to the ridiculous and uh if uh, Jacob we have this I believe that's uh uh, let me make sure I have my uh, audio clip straight here. Cut number one. Yeah, this is uh, Francis Collins. Again, or I'm sorry, this is cut number two. I'm sorry, cut number two. Uh, Francis Collins, he was on the CNN program New Day. He is the director of the National Institute of Health. And this is what he had to say on New Day, cut number two. It's clear that this variant is capable of causing serious illness in children. Uh, You have heard those stories coming out of Louisiana pediatric ICUs where there are kids as young as a few months old who are sick from this. That is rare. Certainly younger people are less likely to fall ill. But anybody who tries to tell you, ah, you don't have to worry about it if you're a young, healthy person, there's many counterexamples all around us now. So, yeah, you do need to think about it. And that's the reason why the recommendations are uh, for kids under 12, uh, that they avoid being in places where they might get infected, which means recommendations of mask wearing in schools and that at home, uh, parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this. And the recommendation is to wear masks there as well. Let me just follow up. I know that's uncomfortable. I know it seems weird, but it is the best way to protect your kids. But I just, again, want to fully understand if this is about protecting the kids. Okay, so he said, yeah, I know that seems weird. Yeah, it seems so weird, uh, Francis Collins' statement that kids should be wearing masks at home, as should the parents at home. Yeah, that sounds so weird that that statement was contradicted by Francis S. Collins himself. Yeah, he came out later in the day uh, on Twitter and said, let me clarify the masking message that I garbled on New Day this morning. Vaccinated parents who live in communities with high COVID transmission rates should mask when out in public indoor when out in public indoor settings to minimize risks to their unvaccinated kids. No need to mask at home. So this is just a few hours later. He completely contradicts what he said on New Day and uh, clean up on aisle six. Uh, Dr. Fauci then later had to come out and say, "Yeah, there's no reason that you have to wear a mask uh, in your home outdoors." Uh, just again, utterly incoherent, just garbled messaging. Well, that's Dr. Collins old own term garbled messaging. And this is why you wonder why there's vaccine hesitancy. I'll get to this cut real quick and then we'll probably come back after the break. I want to get to cut number one. This was during the 2020 campaign. You'll hear the list of people you hear from is presidential candidate, Joe Biden, VP, his running mate, Kamala Harris. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, Governor Jay Inslee of Washington, Senator Patty Murray of Washington, 
Senator Tina Smith, our own Senator Tina Smith here in Minnesota, and our own rep- Representative Ilan Omar of Minnesota's 5th Congressional District, this is what was said during the 2020 campaign. If you want to know why there's vaccine hesitancy and there's mixed signals and people aren't taking seriously the dire warnings that these officials are putting out, this is part of the reason why. This is about two and a half minutes long. Uh, This is cut number one. Jacob, go ahead. Skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. Let's just say there is a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? We will need to have access to the vaccine results so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that Donald Trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it. You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. Is the vaccine safe? Uh, Frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. And I wouldn't recommend to New Yorkers based on the federal government's opinion. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. Would you trust that vaccine? There's very little that we can trust that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. We cannot take for granted this process will be free of political influence. I don't trust the president, and I don't trust the FDA. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. We're going to say to the American people now, here's a vaccine. It was new. It was done quickly. But trust this federal administration and their health administration that it's safe. I will say that I would not trust Donald Trump. How confident are you in the approval process of the FDA right now? How confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident. Yes, I would be hesitant, but I'm going to ask a lot of questions. You're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC saying it's safe. you got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus this is a safe vaccine. Uh, what I'm worried about is that there's some sort of October surprise and that there is a pressure put on the decision makers here to announce the vaccine in October of 2020. We're going to put together our own group of doctors and medical experts to review the vaccine and the efficacy and the protocol. And if they say it's safe, then I'll go to the people of New York and I will say it's safe. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. So you want to know why there's hesitancy of people to take the vaccine? Because it's, it's these people politicized it. Because the Donald Trump administration and Operation Warp Speed, removing a lot of the barriers and protocols that typically go into a drug or a vaccine and get to, get it to market because, again, emergency use authorization, that's why it hasn't been fully approved by the FDA because they skipped a lot of protocols. But they realized because this pandemic was out of control, they needed to get something out there. All right? But these people politicized it because, God forbid, Donald Trump and his administration might get credit for something that would be a good thing in slowing the pandemic down. But now that Trump lost re-election and now that we're into 2021, these same people, these very same people, like Joe Biden, President Joe Biden basically came out and someone was asked, what do you say to the people who aren't getting the vaccine, who are hesitant to get the vaccine? He said, well, I guess they're not as smart as they think they are. But yet he was all good in saying, you know, who's going to take the shot? Would you trust it to take the shot? Something coming out of this administration? So, again, we need to look at the actual numbers. Cases are undeniably rising. Hospitalizations in some parts of the country are getting overwhelmed because of the Delta variant. But yet you want to lay 100% of the blame at the feet of the citizenry when your own incoherent garbled message caused a lot of confusion at the outset? If any of these people had any scintilla of shame whatsoever, they look long and hard in the mirror, but we know that's not going to happen. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. And I did get the live stream up and going at our Facebook page, so go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Check us out there. Leave a comment or question there as well. Back in Mere Moments with me, Brad Carlson. Go to where.
Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. 612 The Bird. It's always good to say, I got a guy, especially when you have an electrical problem or have a home project. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same day service and 24 7 emergency service. 612 The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612 The Bird. Or visit 612TheBird.com. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Hey, welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, discussing the incoherent and garbled messaging coming from the CDC and the National Institute of Health regarding masks and vaccine hesitancy. Again, what we're seeing with this Delta variant wreaking havoc, particularly in areas which are unvaccinated. And of course, like everything in today's society, it has to be politicized. So people are pointing out that Texas and Florida, you know, the red states uh, are, are getting it the worst. But they just they just boil it down to states. What they're not looking at is particular regions, particular cities, towns, what have you. And if you want to say, well, it's Trump voters who are the biggest anti-vaxxers, well, then uh, you need to boil it down to some specific areas. There is a uh, town in Maryland. I mean, Patrick Ruffini at Twitter uh, just uh, came up with this uh, this one uh, today. You know, if you want to boil it down, look, it has. Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C.? Is that Trump country? Would you consider Washington, D.C. Trump country? Uh, I don't think so. 52% of people in Washington, D.C. are uh, fully vaccinated. But, uh, and five, you know, and only five, it only went 5% for Trump in 2020. Okay? So people look at that and say, well, look at that. Uh, that's not Trump country, but people are doing their responsible thing there, getting their vaccine. But then nearby Carroll County, Maryland, 
60% are fully vaccinated, and that's a county where 60% went for Trump in 2020. So as Patrick Ruffini points out at Twitter, look, everybody needs to be doing more to get people in their party vaccinated. All right, this isn't just a, a right-wing, left-wing type of thing, okay? As much as people want to politicize, as much as people want to make Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, out to be some evil monster uh, because COVID cases are going through the roof. Well, what what is Ron DeSantis doing differently that people, that high vaccine states, uh, those states where there's a high vaccination, well, like here in Minnesota, what's Ron DeSantis doing differently from, say, Governor Tim Walz? Nothing that I know of. Ron DeSantis is out there encouraging people to get vaccinated, just like Tim Walls is. Ron DeSantis is not putting in, is not implementing any type of vaccine mandates, just like Tim Walls. Tim Walls himself has said vaccine mandates are off the table. Okay? There's no vaccine passports here in Minnesota, same as Florida. There's plenty of opportunity plenty of areas of distribution for the vaccine where people could go here in Minnesota, just like Florida. In fact, Ron DeSantis got called in the carpet because Publix grocery stores, which is the ubiquitous chain of grocery stores in the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis set up vaccine distribution centers where they were easily accessible in all parts of the state. Whether it's upper, upper class, middle class, lower class, there's a Publix everywhere. But because Ron DeSantis did that, guess what? They accused him of being political because apparently Publix made a contribution to Ron DeSantis' gubernatorial campaign in 2018. But yet Ron DeSantis is, a, is, is the big evil monster. Now, you know why it is? Because it's starting to get momentum that DeSantis could be a viable candidate in 2024 for the Republicans for president. That's why they're already stemming the tide. I mean, we saw it the other day. MSNBC had a headline on its website about how DeSantis is more dangerous than Trump. Boy, we didn't see that coming, did we? I remember that I remember vividly George W. Bush's tenure uh as president when he was literally Hitler. I'm like, "My god, I can't find anybody more reviled or hated than this man." Then when Donald Trump was running for president and ultimately elected president, then it made uh Bush's hatred look like beanbag. And now all of a sudden Ron DeSantis is more evil than Trump. I mean, it's just, it's so predictable at this point. Uh, I got uh, time for one more quick sound clip, and then we'll better take a break. Eric Erickson, conservative talker. This is cut number three. uh, Talks about how opposing the mask mandate actually could be a winning issue for Republicans upcoming. Cut number three. I think Republicans need to fight the mask mandates now. I think it's a winning issue, particularly in schools and in the suburbs as people have done everything they need to do to get themselves vaccinated, get them out of masks. Just three weeks ago, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention told people if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Dr. Fauci himself, St. Anthony of Fauci, said the same damn thing. And then the CDC freaked out about data. It didn't want to release the data. And now that it's released the data that caused it to freak out, we know it was a pride event in Provincetown, Massachusetts, where you had a bunch of horny dudes with each other and in closed quarters kissing each other, spreading the virus. That's where their cohort came from. That's why it was 85% male. That's what got them to freak out. There's no reason to freak out about it. Do you know why? Because no data from other states corroborates what happened in Provincetown, Massachusetts. And do you know why? Because none of the other states looked at an 85% male population going to Bear Week in Province, Massachusetts, where they were going into bars clustered together, kissing each other, and doing God knows what else. And yet that's the data that caused the CDC to freak out. Uh, When we get done with this, When we get done with COVID, we need to have a real examination of our institutions. The FBI continues to screw up. And the CDC continues to screw up. And Americans cannot trust the institutions that continue to screw up like that. They just can't. You cannot trust institutions that are routinely freaking out, and then you realize that what they're freaking out over is a bunch of BS. But that's where we are right now. That's where we are. And it does a discredit to both institutions to see the leadership of those institutions behaving in the way they are. And this is the overarching message is you have elected officials politicizing the vaccine during the 2020 campaign. And then it's the the best thing since sliced bread 
after the uh, inauguration in t- January 2021. And then you have these institutions like the CDC that are taking cherry-picked data like the Provincetown study, um, where the samples, as Ala Pundit notes, at Hot Air were self-selecting. You, you can't make overarching decisions based on anecdotal small sample size evidence. You just can't, and that's what they're doing, and that's why they're not being trusted. And again, these people are culpable for some of the atrocities that are going on with COVID-19, but not enough people are being held accountable. Nobody's being held accountable. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. It is me, Brad Carlson. The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion 17 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. That's all flash. You see flash? Anybody out there? We have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6, that dreadful night. Fallen Angel, Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You depend on our lineup of hosts each day. Now you have the chance to meet one of them. Announcing the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. We'll fly you and a guest on a three-night stay to meet your favorite radio host. You could meet Dinesh D'Souza, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, or Dennis Prager. Enter once per day at am1280thepatriot.com slash talker. The Terrific Talkers VIP experience is brought to you by Morris Law Group. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And as always, we're here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And I did get the Facebook Live up and running at our Facebook page. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network at Facebook.com. And I'm waving to the camera right now. You can uh, tune in there. And leave a comment or question. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Another atrocity of many with this pandemic was how, well, I think we've covered the first couple of segments quite thoroughly, how bureaucrats and elected officials have just completely bungled the messaging and protocols 
uh, of this particular pandemic. Not not I didn't even get to the fact that you have someone like Mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago uh, recommending that they go along with CDC recommendations that everybody should wear a mask regardless of your vaccination status. And then shows up to Lollapalooza unmasked, where there's crowds of literally there's a crowd of literally hundreds of thousands of people in the park together. That gets nary a mention, but Sturgis, which apparently is going on this weekend, the big biker get together up in uh, Sturgis, South Dakota. That's another super spreader event. Okay, so it's the way this thing is politicized that people are just going to tune you out because only something that could be considered. Uh, sympathetic to a right-wing cause. I don't know how where Sturgis people fall politically, all right? But because it's a red state like South Dakota, that's a super spreader event, whereas big city Chicago, as blue as blue can get, you know, gets nary a mention. You know, it's like, hey, look at this. We're back out celebrating again. You know, that's all good. Uh, Muriel Bowser, the mayor of Washington, D.C., talks about a mask mandate within her city. Literally a few hours later, she and a few other people, including comedian Dave Chappelle, native of Washington, D.C., all maskless, taking a photo op together. I mean, they're that they've become that brazen where they're like, well, yeah, we 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 make the we make the rules. You know, we pass these mandates. We don't have to adhere to them. OK, we're running this joint. And that's not how representative government is supposed to work. But yet these people flout it like as as if we live in some sort of monarchy. And uh, I re- uh, hat tip to uh, Glenn Reynolds uh, uh, for this uh, particular uh, talking point, but they told me dur- in 2020 that if I voted to reelect Donald Trump, that constitutional norms would continue to be undermined in this country, and they were right. I did indeed vote to reelect Donald Trump in 2020. And the executive branch has continued to run roughshod over constitutional norms. What am I talking about? You remember the thing called the eviction moratorium? So during the pandemic last year, the Center of Disease Control uh, came out and said, look, uh, we are waiving any eviction uh, power that a landlord may have over renters because a lot of these people who are renting they work in jobs that are being furloughed or shuttered because of the pandemic, because of the shelter in place. So therefore, uh, they no longer have to. They do, we rule that for, I guess it was for about a year's time, uh, you cannot evict these people for not paying rent if they've lost their job because of the pandemic. Well, the Supreme Court at the end of June ruled that uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention did not have the authority to issue a moratorium for uh, evictions. And this comes from Eric Erickson in his Substack page. Uh, However, Justice Brett Kavanaugh decided that since the program was set to expire at the end of July, which was a month after this ruling came out, uh, he'd let it finish because of the legal principle of equity, which is different from critical theories equity. So while five members of the court let the moratorium continue, five members of the court also declared the CDC had no power to do such a moratorium in the future without specific congressional authority authorization. You know that whole uh, legislative branch thing? Only Congress has the power to make laws. Okay, not an executive, uh, not part of the executive branch like the CDC, which is part of the bureaucracy. Uh, Congress sat on its hands and did nothing until July 30th, 2021, when progressive members began some performance art to demand Congress pass a moratorium. On August 1st, 2021, Nancy Pelosi blamed the CDC for not extending the moratorium and never mentioned the Supreme Court's decision. But on August 3rd, Joe Biden decided to extend the moratorium through executive power, even while admitting it was unconstitutional. He wants to put the blame on the Supreme Court and take the blame away from the Democrats. But the rule of law is clear. One can both feel sorry for those who will be evicted and also concurrently recognize the CDC really does not have the power to issue a moratorium on convictions without congressional legislation. The left, however, does not care about the rule of law. They only used the phrase when Trump was president 
Therein lies the problem. For all the talk about the right, for all the talk about the right disrespecting the rule of law and embracing authoritarianism, the right is the is only behaving as the left has long behaved, which doesn't make it right. That's my opinion. In fact, there is consistently more respect on the right for the rule of law when the left has had than the left has had, including among the judicial class. For Joe Biden to do something everyone knows is unconstitutional and for him to even go as far to admit and for the left to cheer really does give away the game. It was always about power, never actually about the rule of law. And now you understand why so many in the right have been moving away from the rule of law and towards some level of authoritarianism. It didn't happen in a vacuum, but in response to the left's behavior. It was the reaction to the left's action. And he's 100% right because Joe Biden's own quote, and let me see if I can uh, find the the uh, quote here uh, quick. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden said uh, the bulk of constitutional scholars that he'd spoken to had told him that the order wouldn't pass constitutional muster, but that he was doing anyway to buy some time. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's illegal. That's okay. Um, But it gives people an opportunity, kind of gives them a little bit of reprieve. Well, here's my question. When this moratorium went in place, about a year ago when the CDC put this moratorium in place, uh, the pandemic has started to wane a little bit and more and more people have probably got back to work. And they were probably thinking, okay, we've been unemployed for some time, so I'm going to save up a little money and, you know, maybe buy some more furniture, buy a new TV because they didn't have to pay their rent by this moratorium. The CDC uh, extended these people didn't have to pay their rent. And so they didn't. So where's the personal responsibility in this? Okay, now you're going to extend this moratorium when people have slowly been getting back to work? I mean, think how backwards this is. You have landlords who buy rental properties, spend time and money they may not have to upgrade these properties in hopes that they'll get enough rental income to first pay off the investment that they made into it and then start to reap a little benefit. And You know, here's the thing. This is classic class warfare. People think of landlords. They think of these uh, fat cat rich white guys that are that may show up only to collect the rent. They don't do any kind of uh, rehabilitation or repairs and maintenance on the on their properties. And they allow these people to, to live in squalor. When in actuality, a good number of these landlords they're just trying to make a living or supplement their income in other areas diversify their income and they put sweat equity into making these properties livable but now they're not getting any they're not getting any income of it and if they go onto their private property their own private property and try to take recourse they're threatened with a fine in fact um let me see what the uh, what the moratorium consists of. Yeah, a, if a um, and this is from Charles C. W. Cook at National Review, uh, reporting uh, the, that uh, yeah, the new rule that the CDC has implemented through this eviction moratorium it carries a steep criminal penalties for individual landlords who break the law. A potential one hundred thousand dollar fine in one year in jail if eviction doesn't result in death. And up to $250 fine in one year in jail if ev- if an evicted person dies. So for taking action, what has always been legal action on your private property, you could be fined six figures. Huh, this is so backwards, and this is why the Supreme Court ruled this unconstitutional. I mean, for a myriad of reasons. Number one is, according to Andrew McCarthy, also at National Review, the CDC has no purview over intrastate commerce, which is basically the landlord lives in the state as the same state as their property, and therefore they're conducting commerce with their property, i.e. renting it out to tenants. So the Supreme Court has no jurisdiction over that. And also, there's a little separation of powers issue, specifically that a, a bureaucracy within the, within the uh, executive branch of the government can't make laws. 
And that's what the CDC has done here is essentially make a law that wasn't on the books saying, yeah, it's OK if they skip skip their rent for a little bit because of this pandemic. They probably lost their job, lost their income. And you had members of Congress, particularly the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, embracing a member of the squad, Cori Bush, Congresswoman out of St. Louis, embracing each other on the Capitol steps when this moratorium was extended. And it's completely lawless. Completely. The Supreme Court has already ruled that this cannot be done. And never mind the Supreme Court's opinion, the fact that an executive branch just makes a law out of whole cloth like this is is outrageous. And I guarantee you, in, in present company excluded, there were a lot more on the right condemning Daniel, Donald Trump's use of uh, emergency funds to uh, build his border fence. Okay, There were a lot more on the right that decried that than there are leftists decrying this. And this is a, this is a losing issue. For the left, because everything they complained about Donald Trump, everything they decried about Donald Trump, what is the one thing that was always at the top of the list? The authoritarianism, the running roughshod over our precious Constitution. And yet they flat out look you in the face and say, yeah, you know what? This probably doesn't pass constitutional muster, but we're going to do it anyways. This is the old Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. Tide Pot of Vita theory of it doesn't matter. It, being factually correct isn't as important as being morally correct. Because that 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 perfectly describes this. Yeah, you know what? It it may be illegal, but we're doing the morally the right thing. How about doing the right thing by people who have risked their life savings, who have taken a tremendous risk to rehab properties and buy up properties to rent out in order to make an income? And some of them, it's their primary income, and that's completely taken away. That that's not to be taken into consideration here at all. That's that's not that's not immoral. In your eyes? Because if you don't look at that as immoral, then uh, I guess we see the world uh, completely different differently. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, Overdesigned and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret we make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Autoglass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemount and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. More chips mixed, more cracks. 
Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back. AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. Thank you as always for tuning in. Uh, speaking of Congresswoman Cory Bush, you know I alluded to her because she was one of the uh, members of the squad uh, that was uh, sitting on the Capitol steps along with. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, embracing when President Biden announced that he was going to extend the CDC's eviction moratorium, which the Supreme Court ruled uh, was illegal because executive branches can't make laws. Uh, But yet the Senate Majority Leader is embracing a member of the squad who he gave credit for really bringing attention to this and saying, hey, look, this is the moral thing to do, and Representative Bush out of St. Louis, uh, she deserves a lot of credit. Well, speaking of Cori Bush, uh, this is going to be a sound clip that uh, it'll be political malpractice if Republicans running for Congress in 2022 aren't playing this on a constant and heavy rotation. Uh, Let's go to cut number five. This is uh, Congresswoman Cori Bush. She was, I believe, speaking on a CBS News show. She's talking about death threats she's receiving, and she needs some private security. Um, But if she's going to get private security for death threats she's receiving, certainly she can't still be beating the drum of defunding the police, can she? Cut number five. The thing, I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? what I, I get to be here dollars. to do the yep. work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. So there you have it. Uh, yeah, you know what? If I have to spend two hundred grand of taxpayer money, suck it up, because we need to defund the police. I mean, this this is an absolute nightmare for Democrats. And remember, th- this is why you wonder why the media and leftists, pardon the redundancy, are constantly puffing up Lauren Boebert, Congre- Republican Congresswoman out of Colorado, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican Congresswoman out of Georgia. You wonder why the media and leftists are constantly pumping them up and the crazy things they say? Because they realize they have the same problem, if not worse, on their side. And they're in the majority. And they are giving, they propped up Cory Bush as someone who deserves credit for this CDC eviction moratorium being extended. Okay. Congresswoman Taylor Green, Congresswoman Taylor Green and Bobert Republicans, they don't get nearly that much fanfare from Republican leadership. Now to be fair, Republicans are not in the majority in the House. Who knows if it would be different if they were. But the point is, this is a nightmare for Democrats. And for those of them who constantly bristle at questions like, "Do you still want to defund the police? Do you still want to defund the police?" Uh yeah, it, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, we got a lot of phone calls that are coming in. We're not going to have a lot of time, so we'll get to as many as we can. Daniel has been very patient on line one. Daniel from Invergrove Heights, uh, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Brett. Thanks. Um, I just wanted to share some uh, websites that uh, contain information about COVID-19. Uh, we have uh, we have org. Uh, Jan Markell moderated and interviewed Twyla Brace, and that's yesterday, so anyone can listen to that uh, in the archives. Similarly, the ChristianWorldview.org moderated by David Wheaton, again, yesterday's show, again, uh, interviewing Twyla Brace. And then you also have uh, CCHFreedom.org, 
uh, uh, Citizens Council on Healthcare Freedom, which is Twyla Brace's website. Thanks we for the call, Dan. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, Daniel, if you could, uh, go to our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page and leave those websites in the comment section. We, we have other callers we need to get to, but we appreciate that. Line two, Mike and Rosemont. Mike, we've got about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll make it quick. Can you hear me, Brad? Yes, sir. All right. So basically we're pushing aside a group of people, namely these landlords and people that run these properties so we can keep people in the, their uh, buildings. Um, what's the legal remedy for these people? And I'll just – lastly, I'll leave it with this. There's um, – there's a subpoena right now in Maricopa County because they're trying to conduct an audit, and I'll just leave it at this. The people, it would seem to me, have rights to routers and voting information, not a board of supervisors, and everything should be disclosed and out in the open. And if it's not, isn't there a problem with our elections? I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate the call, Mike. Uh, Mark on line one. Mark is in St. Louis Park. Mark, go ahead. You're on the show. Real quick, Brad, I'm a, I'm a landlord myself, but real quick about Cory Bush. We call that chutzpah. Uh, St. Louis per capita is the most violent city. Yes. You can't go outside at night. You can't go outside as a grandmother, go shopping. But I get security. You don't. I'm going to defund the police for you, but I get it. Real quick about the CDC. This is why Donald Trump was so important. We had four justices who thought it was okay for the CDC to make law bypass the Constitution yep. regarding property rights and the yep. sanctity of a contract. 100%. We had four justices who thought that was okay. That's why Donald Trump is my hero. I have to be honest. Without uh, and One more justice, uh, Merrick Garland would have said, no problem, we can make law. And I'll hang up and, and listen. Yeah, Mark, that's an excellent point. I, I don't understand why this was only a 5-4 to four decision. I mean, you can argue the constitutional... Uh, aspect of it, whether uh, because uh, as Andrew McCarthy made a point at, at National Review, the Commerce Clause has kind of been eroded over the years by different Supreme Court decisions. But what you can argue is the separation of powers, the de- aspect, uh, judicial, legislative, executive branches. This is a, the executive branch making law, making statute, saying that it's enforceable when it's not. And landlords, They need to go ahead and conduct business as usual, and if people are not paying rent, exercise their legal, hence legal recourse, and evict these people and not pay any fines because the Supreme Court needs to slap this down with extreme prejudice. So great calls all. Thanks so much. Sorry I only had a few seconds, but have to move on to other things. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Hey, this is Tim O. from the Kingdom Builders Roofers. We get a lot of calls from folks that have an insurance claim for damage to the roof and gutters. Insurance claim paperwork can be confusing and overwhelming at times. Some people have even thought that that initial check they get from the insurance company is all that they have to work with for the repairs. That's not always the case. We work with insurance companies all the time and often have to be an advocate for our customers with the big insurance companies. We're happy to help out in this area and take the time to walk you through all the paperwork. Sometimes homeowners that have a damage claim in hand and then try to find the lowest bid on the repairs are actually sacrificing critical value available to them through their own claim. If you want an honest and clear review of your claim or a no-pressure inspection of your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find us on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. 20% of the population has some degree of hearing loss. Encourage business owners and staff to keep the captions on their TVs turned on and accessible to all patrons. Captions also help children with reading and adults learning English as a second language. Not sure how to turn them on? Find the button with the two C's on the remote or go to the menu button. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream 
television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761 That's 800-430-8761 There is an answer to the mess we are in today in this country. There's a reason so many young people are being led astray. We have to fight back and protect the country we know and love. There's one who knows the way out of this mess. Charlie Kirk has the answer. He's relentless. He will not stop till he reaches every person who will hear. Listen to him every day, everywhere you find podcasts. The Charlie Kirk Show, now on a podcast near you. You, you. Happy. Happy. Happy 20th anniversary.